Hey, how is it? How's your morning going? Or did it go? It's Caroline. We're going to talk about being in your boat today. Uh, do you have a boat? I don't have a boat, but I have a different kind of boat. I would like to share Esther Hicks' statement. It came today, actually, and I think it's from 2014. What others are doing around you seem very important, but when you have not found your own steadiness, you want to say to them, don't rock my boat. And if you rock my boat, I can't be steady. But the truth of it is, you're the only boat rocker in your world. Only you can rock your boat. How interesting, isn't it? So what is that? What a responsibility. It's everybody else's fault. You did this. You did that. You do that. Well, it's our communication style. We always want to blame everything on everybody else. When in actuality, it's how you handled it. So we're going to get some ideas about how to handle that. I mean, of course, first of all, you have to have a pretty steady boat. I'll put some links down to some really good everyday. I mean, there's an everyday pack of vitamins from Standard Process, and it does help to have good diet and watch what you eat and water and exercise. You know, you know that drill. But that boat it has to be strong, and the foundation of it has to be pretty good. And the foundation starts with your body. But then... Do you have a rowboat or do you have a huge ship liner? I mean, something that blows their whistle and get out of my way and I'm the only one in this boat and don't rock it. But most of us have rowboats. Most of us have some pretty rocky boats. I mean, we're working on it and experience makes that boat just a little bit better. And it does take experience and intent to be better at it. You want to or paint it, or add to it, whatever it takes. So do you have oars in your boat? I want to give you something I learned, two, two scenarios. The first one was when I went to a woman's conference. It was in California, and women who had successfully started a business on their own and brought it to a very successful point in their career, and people were anxious to hear about what they did and what their thoughts were. Well, all three of them have very similar things to say. Interesting enough, there were two things they all three of them said immediately on their own, I don't think they collaborated, is that in the middle of the day, you have to take a break. One walked around the block, one, I think she, um, I'm trying to remember what she, I think she meditated. And then the, I remember the last one, she just threw herself on the bed because she worked from home and said, this is mine. She set alarm and just allowed herself to just rest for 10, 15, 20 minutes. So, but they were very successful in what they did. They didn't feel that it was unimportant. They felt it was very important for who they were to study their boat so they could really go a little faster in their business. The second thing that I found very intriguing was kind of going along with Esther Hicks' statement. And they said, you don't look at your competition. You don't. You don't look at who's doing what. You don't look to see competitively where you rank and the whole aspect of it. Of course, we want maybe collaboration when we're looking for products or things like that. If you're looking for help, it's a little bit different kind of partnership in a way of, even if it's just a little bit, but the whole idea is you're looking at them, comparing yourself to them, and that's not going to work. So you just do not look, you take, you do it your way. You do it your way. Even if you slip and fall, you do it your way. And you listen to your intuition, and you listen to your passion, and you go for it. Everything that we've actually been talking about um, over the last number of podcasts and 
we have to be our own transparent person. And they were really important to say that, do not look at your competition. What others are doing around you is something that can be very irritating if they're bothering you, if they're harassing you, or they're too loud or something like that. There's other ways to handle it, which I want to talk about right now. But how do you get your boat stronger? By some of those things, taking time out for yourself, the mental, emotional, and physical aspect of things, get help when you need to get help. If you feel like you're not responding properly, find find some help because your boat is your boat and you get to be in it for your life. And what does that mean to you? And uh, make sure you got some oars in there, some way to get around because if somebody's hurting you, you need to leave. Don't forget what I said. If somebody is hurting you physically and mentally or emotionally, you must leave, which leads me to a communication skill. When my children were going to school, elementary school, uh, another person and I um, said we wanted to do a project self-esteem. The project self-esteem was a list of communication skills that were to be brought into the classroom by parents. And what the two of us did was we trained the parents on these communication skills, which I really needed to hear. Some of them were so good. They were really awesome. I've used some of them to this day. It's not simple because it's not how I was brought up to talk, but they do work. But the one that is important is when somebody says to you uh, or does something you don't like, then it's like somebody taking a pencil in class You have Mary, who actually has this really neat pencil on her desk, and Jennifer comes by and picks it up and steals it, and I'm taking it. Whatever, however she handled it, she took her pencil. The communication skill is this. Whatever you have going that somebody did you don't like, we're talking about how you keep your boat steady. It's your communication. And you state what what happened. You took my pencil, and then you have to state how you feel about it. And how you feel about it is in the most important part. And you don't do it with anger. You do it, you do it with kindness, but you're not happy. I'm not happy. You took my pencil. And then you have to give a consequence. And the consequence can be any of your consequences you want, except maybe punch them in the nose, I guess. You know, the consequences could be I'm going to I'm not going to be your friend anymore. It's a very simple one. Or I'll never give you something that I've had in the past, whatever whatever work. The point is, is that we have total control over that communications system uh, and that situation of somebody taking something or saying something to you that kind of starts rocking your boat. And how do you handle it? How do you keep steady? How do you keep in charge of your own boat? And a big part is knowing how you feel about things. That's like really important. And then speaking it. I agree with you. Have you thought of this? There are many different kinds of communication skills given, and there's plenty online. So I wish you a great, beautiful boat, one that is just everything you would ever want. I kind of put some some good food in there and take a little trip. Wouldn't it be nice to go just hover the beach or whatever you want to do? It's your boat and have some fun with it. And I wish you lots of love, um, whether you give it and also you're receiving it. And take care until next time. Okay, thanks so much for joining me. Bye-bye.